Welcome, guys, to another week of our fantasy football season. Uh, and before I really get into anything really specific about uh, the standings, the matchups, and all that, uh, I was driving today, and I was sitting there thinking about like our league and uh, how active we are, and compared to like my other league, it, it feels like if you want to play in this league, you got to actually like know. Uh, your shit. You got to know who to pick up, who to drop, and all that jazz. Because when I'm sitting there looking at the waivers for this league, I'm like, holy crap, like, there's no one out there trying to pick up a running back this week. No, you can't find any wide receivers. I mean, there was, I think I saw Russell Gage, and that was maybe it. Uh, and then compared to my other league, uh, I'm sitting there, there's Alexander Madison, Boston Scott, uh, Sony Michelle, and uh, Kadarius Tony. Russell Gage was also there. And, like I'm seeing like there are so many more options available in this league compared to uh, our league. So I wonder if it's just all of us combined in this one league, like whoever wins, like you know, you did something extremely. Uh, not easy compared to other leagues you may be in because I know I got like there's in this league it's it's kind of close if you really look at it other than JT who's 11 and one you got Struss Zach Todd at seven and five and you got Eric the only lone six and six then you have uh oh I guess Josh changed his name uh Josh Timmy uh, Peter at five and seven, and then me at four and eight, and CJ at three and nine. Like it's competitive. It's all close. And uh, I really thought this was the last week of regular season, but since it's uh, we added a week, it'll be the following week. Next week would be the last one. But it's just there's it's so competitive in this league. And compared to that one, you got people who barely win. You got some people that don't pay attention, don't fill a roster each week. So I'd like to give props. Like this is probably a, a tier one league because everybody's always active. Everybody's always uh, changing their lineups, uh, always moving people in the waivers. Because if you look at it, you got Todd at 32 moves. Timmy's always up there year in, year out, have up there moves at 43. Peter has 45. I have 41. CJ has 32 uh, and the main everybody I just named pretty much has zero to little uh, budget left and waiver uh, ads. Uh, you got people like JT seventeen, Struss thirteen. In my other league, I I'm up there too. I think I have like thirty five moves. And this past week, I mainly uh, what really made me think about how our league is so competitive compared to the others we may be in is because the guy I'm playing this week in that league has uh, Dalvin Cook, and I saw I was uh, higher up there in the waiver order, or lower down there, uh, and I had to text some people to uh, pick up Alexander Madison, and I thought, since he also had Miles Sanders, that he'd get Boston Scott. I have uh, Henderson and Michelle might be a good one because Henderson might be out. So I actually picked up uh, Sony Michelle, Boston Scott did get Alexander Madison, but someone who had a uh, a later waiver got Madison over the dude that had Cook, so he wasn't even paying attention. 
and I know that wouldn't have slide uh, in this league. Alexander Madison, if he was available, would have went number one. Uh, would have cost some fab too, since we have fab budget. So I don't know. That's just me rambling on a little bit. That our league seems to be top notch. Uh, Zach runs it pretty well. Y'all are pretty fun to hang out with and talk football with, except for Eric. He's rather annoying. I hope Eric knows I like to joke around just like him. It doesn't take it personally, or he can start crying how his team sucks when, yeah, it does, but not compared to me and CJ. But let's let's get back on track. Uh, to, to cap off the case, a case race. Ha, said it again. Uh, keg race. It is uh, CJ up there at three and nine. He's in first place with it. Uh, then you have me at four and eight, and then I re really, it's just going to be us two. Realistically, I could throw in uh, Peter and then Timmy and then Josh at five and seven, but I think they're pretty much out of it. Uh, it's really up to me and CJ. Uh, cool thing is, me and CJ play this week, so we could really set this keg race uh, to bed this week. If I get the win, if CJ gets the win, it's going to make it even closer. Uh, because CJ is 3-9. He has a 1,172.5 fantasy points scored. I'm 4-8, and, and I only have uh, 1,208. So I'm only like 30, 34.5 points ahead of him. So if he beats me and outscores me by like 10 or so, uh, he's still going to be below me, but then it's also going to come down to next week. It's not really if me and CJ win our games. Uh, we could both lose, but CJ could pull ahead. So, CJ, it's, it's going to be a close one between us. Uh, both our teams suck, and there's really nothing we can do about it. And need to lighten up a little bit there, fella. You don't need to buy the keg and then start drinking a uh, pitcher straight out the draft. First round, drinking a pitcher. So, and then uh, looking into the playoffs, JT has a little star by his uh, number there for the ranks, so I'm guessing he's already locked in. That's That's probably showing how close it is. We have this week and next week to get these standings locked in. I guess everybody still has fair game other than me and CJ. I doubt Josh, Tim, and uh, Peter have any chance, but it's up to Eric, Todd, and the both Zachs. But right now it would be JT would be going up against Todd, and then for the other side of the bracket would be Zach and Zach. Uh, I feel like those, those three right there have a uh, pretty even team. It could go either way, really. So, it's it's all fine and dandy with those guys. I mean, who knows? Timmy, Peter, and Josh could potentially. I didn't look at all the numbers and situations and all that jazz, but hey, yeah, CJ, we're almost done. That's all I can say. We are almost done done with this year and look for the next year one of us is buying the keg since we're talking about us cj let's go ahead and kick off our game and just get it over with uh you got me cds nuts 
Uh, Team Army projected 114.17. Fantastic Voyage, which is UCJ at 3 and 9. This can really uh, boost you. If you win this game, it'll get us tied in standings. I know you try to say in the group chat it should go head to head. If that was the case, and you if you won this game, then you win because uh, you already beat me once this year. But you you're projected 105.23. I'm per, I'm favored 58% from Yahoo. You got 42. Uh, kicking off the quarterback matchup, I don't know Kyler Murray's uh chances of playing. It's he's still hurt. I thought the bio was going to help him out. It's still questionable. So it's wait and see. If wait and see, I mean my team's not fun this week at all, especially with the matchups. I I'm not looking forward to this. But I I have Kyler Murray at the moment going up against Chicago, and you have Tyler Heineke going up against the Raiders. Both are okay matchups. Tyler Heineke has actually been balling these past two three weeks, so I would not be surprised. If I have to go to my bench quarterback, which is Tannehill, which is not very good. He hasn't been doing good. His wide receivers and have been dead. So if I have to switch it up a little bit, if I see Kyler Murray go down, I might pivot to a waiver quarterback at the moment. So if Kyler Murray's active and he plays, I'm definitely picking Murray over Heineke. But if I have to pivot uh, and pick a waiver quarterback, because I don't know if Tannehill's really going to do it, I'm liking Heineke. Heineke would be pretty good. Uh, kicking off the first wide receiver matchup, you have Mike Williams going up against uh, the Bengals, and the Bengals give up 33.4 fantasy points. Uh, it's bottom of the pack, and I have Jacoby Myers going up against Buffalo. I don't really need to give those stats because they're all red. Uh, any team that goes up against Buffalo is not looking good, and that's one of the reasons I kind of want to pivot from him too but like I said earlier our, our our league is so competitive there's really no one in the waiver uh, claims to even pick up to play and feel good about so I guess I'm just going to have to take a gamble there but Mike Williams over Myers even though both matchups aren't the best uh, watch the, if I sit Jacoby again he's going to catch a touchdown like, a, like he did last time I sat him uh, next wide receiver matchup, I have Elijah Moore going up against uh, the Eagles, and the Eagles give up 28.58. Bottom, really low there in the bottom half of the league and points allowed to wide receivers. And you have Bateman going up against the Steelers. And the Steelers give up 36.51. So it it looks like you have a better matchup-wise, and I like Bateman a lot. Uh, I have him in my other league. And I just I would feel more confident about playing Bateman over Moore. Um, Lamar Jackson's performance he had last week on Monday it was not good, but I'm not faced by it. Not especially going up against uh, the Pittsburgh defense, just like uh, what Cincy did to him last week. It shows like they're not very good at all. So I'm going Bateman again. Uh, this one's kind of fun. It's actually competitive. You have Stefan Diggs going up against the Patriots, and the Patriots give up 29.5. It's in the bottom half. Uh, then I have CeeDee Lamb going up against the Saints, and the Saints give up 38.67, so that's better. 
uh, and CD's coming back from concussion, but I think he'll be used a lot, especially if Amari Cooper's still out. Uh, these two are top 10 wide receivers in the league, in my opinion, to have for fantasy. So it's it's going to be a tough one. New England's defense is a lot better overall than the Saints, so I'll give CD here. It's going to be a close one, but Diggs is also a great wide receiver. I have him in my other league as well. So I'm going to CD there. Now kicking out the running backs, I have Josh Jacobs going up against the football team, and the football team gives a lot of points up to everybody but the running backs. They give up 20.22, and that's really down there. And you have Tony Pollard, which they're going up against the Saints, and they give up 16.78. But if Zeke is going to be limited, like people are saying, this could be potentially a great play. And it's it. This one's a close one. Our game is the least amount of anybody's worries in this league. I mean, no one cares about us really. Uh, we're just another game. We're like if the Lions played the Jets. That's what our game is right here. It's the shit bowl. But if Zeke doesn't play that much, I think Pollard definitely has it. But if Zeke plays his normal amount. Uh, like he wants to, I'd definitely give it to Josh Jacobs. Uh, next matchup here, I don't think I need to talk about it that much. You got J.D. McKissick going up against James Conner. Uh, for me, James Conner definitely outscores McKissick, in my opinion. Don't need the stats that much. I also think McKissick's hurt a little bit. He does have a question uh, mark over there. Uh, tight ends, don't really have to get into it that much. You have Travis Kelsey going up against my Zacherts. Uh, Kelsey and Andrews are the only two tight ends anybody really feels uh, safe about playing. And Ertz is all right. He's better than anybody on uh, the waivers at the moment. Next matchup here, you got Van Jefferson going up against Jacksonville. And I think that is a great play. Jacksonville gives up 35.84 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. And I have Cole Beasley going up against New England. Uh, a very good defense. And Beasley's always a uh, hit-or-miss type of dude. So, um, I'm definitely... I like Van Jefferson over Cole Beasley. Uh, he, If you all hear on the fantasy footballers, Van Jefferson's uh, percentage on the field has skyrocketed. So, I would not be surprised if Van Jefferson this coming up week would be the highest uh, wide receiver on the Rams offense in fantasy total points. So overall, this is a terrible game. Our teams suck. We both just want this game to be over. I want to win so then I can put the K grace to bed, but I just have a strong feeling that my team is just going to, uh, poop their pants and CJ's team is going to be the highest scorer this week. That's just how it's going to happen for me. And maybe you'll get CJ a little bit more pep in a step. So I, I want to go me. I'm picking me here. It's not a good one. Even though you all don't really care about it, let's just go on to the next one. Because this one's going to be a little bit more fun. All of them should be more fun than what I just talked about. Uh, next matchup on the board is Super Lamario, which is team owner Zaki is 7-5. He's projected 124.36. 
to Flint Tropic, which is team owner of Eric. He is six and six. Uh, projected 112.19. Before I get into it, if Zach wins, I think he locks himself into the playoffs. Kicks Eric out. And I think it might be uh, if Zach wins and Eric loses, I think it helps out the other two teams and Stress and Todd, regardless if they win or lose. I think just off the top of my head, if except for Todd, Todd's points scored is. I think almost I think it's lower than mine. Uh, he just plays everybody's team, and their team just shits the bed week in week out. Taj is the luckiest man on earth. Uh, but Zach's favored sixty percent. Eric is the forty percent underdog. Uh, going to the quarterback matchup here. Zach has Lamar Jackson. Uh, I doubt he's going to play like he did last week. That was just a complete. Uh, circus over there it was terrible i was at that game it, it was just not fun to sit there and watch but we did pull out the win but lamar jackson should not in my opinion play like that that was his worst game of his career i doubt he does a repeat uh but eric has david uh Derek carr which is going up against the football team and like i said earlier football team just gives points to pretty much everybody except for russell wilson last week he just looked like a, a turd well, he's not going to be there next year. He's going to one out. So it this this is set up to have a close one, but I'm definitely picking Lamar Jackson over Carr. Uh, first wide receiver matchup: Zach has uh, Brandon Cooks going up against Indianapolis Colts, and they give up 38.21. That's pretty high. Uh, and then DK Metcalf for Eric going up against the 49ers, which they give up 32.76. But having uh, Russ back there and DK only getting one target on Monday is just god awful. So I really don't feel strong about uh, DK here, but you gotta play DK just because of the name, really. So you can't really sit him. There's no one else to pivot off of. So I'm going Brandon Cooks. I'm picking Cooks over DK. I don't like that situation over there in Seattle. Next wide receiver matchup, this is a pretty good one. You got Mike Evans for uh, Eric, and they're going up against the Falcons. And the Falcons give up 36.30, and that's pretty good. And Mike Evans is really the only consistent wide receiver over there at the moment. Uh, Brown is still fighting to come back. I thought he was going to be available for this week, but I guess I'm only going to have him for the last week, and it might not really matter for me. And then... Uh, Zach has Jalen Waddle going up against the Giants, and they give up 37.51, so a better matchup, but he's probably, in the past three weeks, he's been one of the hottest wide receivers, better than Jamar Chase, so he's sitting there proving a case that he should be the number one uh, wide receiver out of this draft. People always remember how they end, not how they start. So I'm, I'm picking Waddle here. I like Waddle. Waddle is and Parker's not back yet. When Parker comes back, then maybe we see a target or two less. But I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. I think he's the go-to guy. Uh, Waddle there. The last wide receiver matchup, you have Eric's uh, Jamar Chase going up against the Chargers. And the Chargers give up ooh 28.42 fantasy points. It's in the lower half. And Zach has... Uh, Odell Beckham going up against the Jaguars and the Jaguars give up 35.84 so it's a better matchup 
uh, for Beckham, and I think he's just getting more involved week in, week out. So I, I, I'm going Beckham here to outscore Jamar Chase. Now to kick off the running backs, Eric has Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going up against Denver, and they're pretty much red all the way across the board for all opposing positions. So it's not a good matchup. And then Zach has Eckler going up against the Bengals. And the Bengals actually give up 27.06, which is his up there in points given up. So I'm definitely going Eckler. Uh, seeing Clyde come back will be a huge plus for him. And we're just going to have to wait and see uh, how well he comes off that injury. Uh, unless he played last week. I can't remember. I think they're on by. Yeah, they were on by. Uh, next running back matchup, it's a nice one. Zach has Gibson, which is starting to come alive now. Uh, he wasn't looking that good at the beginning of the season, but he's starting to come back. He's going up against the Raiders, and the Raiders give up 26.93, so a good matchup there. And Eric has uh, Williams playing. Uh, Swift is probably out. I think he is out, so that's a good little handicap he got there. He's going up against the Vikings, give up 23.87, so not bad. I'm definitely going Gibson because Gibson has been looking great the past few weeks. Now, one other tight end matchup here that doesn't matter about the stats, really. Eric has Goddard going up against Mark Andrews, and Mark Andrews is the second best tight end in fantasy football. So there's no uh, really argument there or why I would pick Goddard in a million years over Andrews. Uh, for the flex position, Eric has Pittman Jr. going up against Houston. And the Texans give up 36.04. So great matchup there. Zach has Devontae Smith going up against the Jets. <laughs> In the Jets, if I can follow, they're all the way at the top. Give up 34.79, so that's right in the middle of the pack right there. And I'm, I'm going Pittman here. Uh, the way Hurts played last week, it was just atrocious. And really, if you all watch his games, that's really how he plays throughout the whole game. He only really gets garbage time points. And Smith is the best wide receiver there in Philly. Uh, but I don't think he beats Pittman. I think Pittman just has a field day going up against Houston. And I, at the moment, I like Carson Wentz over Hurts in real life and probably fantasy football too. So, needless to say, Zach wins this one. He's still in the playoff race. This knocks Eric out. Uh, so then we can listen to him uh, cry, complain, uh, how... His team was out to get him, so he didn't win all this and that. Just find any type of excuse. Uh, next matchup off the board uh, could really switch some things up because you got a uh, new name, which I love it, Josh. Four doors, more whores uh, at five and seven. He's projected 114.94 going up against Meta Knights, which is team owner of Todd, at uh, seven and five. Uh, so this is a must win for Todd if he wants to stay in it. If he does lose, uh, I think it will be tough for him to stay in depending on if Eric does somehow pull it off and beat Zach. I don't see it, but I think Todd needs to win this to just make himself feel a little better about 
getting in and he doesn't have to worry about next week that much. Uh, to kick it off, the quarterback matchup here, Josh has Josh Allen. Todd has Dak Prescott. I'm going with Josh Allen. He's the number one quarterback this year. In fantasy, Prescott is, looked shaky last week. Yeah, you could say he didn't have CeeDee Lamb or uh, Mari Cooper this week. He does have Lamb, but he's going up against the Saints, and the Saints defense is kind of no joke. Uh, their quarterbacks, they give up 18.86, and that's middle of the pack right there. Uh, Josh Allen's going up against uh, the Patriots. They give up only 12.58, but it's Josh Allen and his better weapons. They're all pretty much healthy. Really no contest, in my opinion. Josh Allen will outscore Dak Prescott. Uh, kicking into the wide receivers, uh, Todd has Deontay Johnson going against Baltimore. Baltimore give up 34.4 or 34.66. That's middle of the pack again. Uh, and Josh has Justin Jefferson going up against the Lions. And the Lions give up 32.59, which is a little below average. But I feel like if any wide receiver over there is going to have a game, it's going to be Justin Jefferson. I don't trust Big Ben going up against Baltimore. He looks like a turd back there. He's doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to retire. Uh, so I'm going Justin Jefferson here. Now this one's a fun one because they're not two big names. You got Todd's Brandon Ayuk going up against Seattle, and they give up 34.84, middle of the pack. And you got Josh's Hunter Renfro going up against the football team, and they give up the most fantasy points to wide receivers in 43.59. Uh I definitely love Hunter Renfro over Brandon Ayuk. Unless Debo is out, which I believe he is. He's going to be out for like a week or two. Uh, that doesn't change my opinion. Uh, Brandon Ayuk could have a boom game here. Todd's probably hoping for that, but I like the consistency from Renfro. He's going to get a lot of targets. It's going to be easy to pass with this offense going up against the football team. Uh, so I'm picking Renfro there. Last wide receiver matchup, you got Todd's T. Higgins, which went off last week. I had him in my other league. It was good to see that. I was tempted to bench him, but they're going up against the Chargers, and they give up 20, what was that, 28.42, which is not a lot. Uh, and then Josh has Michael Gallup going up against the Saints, and they're the, they give up 38.76. Uh, the only green that they give up in that respected categories to any position. Uh, so they both have a good chance. Uh, Higgins, we've seen Higgins with Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd out there. So you know we're going to get an average game. Might get the boom like he did last week. But then Gallup, if Cooper's, Cooper's still out, this is a great play. Uh, last week he looked great. He was really the only wide receiver, so it was a strong play there. But now Lamb's back. I don't think it will take too much away from Lamb, but not too much away from Gallup either. So Gallup is set up to have a good one if Cooper is out. But say Cooper is back, I'm definitely going T. Higgins over Michael Gallup. If not, it's going to be a close one. I can't really pick one uh, if Cooper is active. So... Right now, I'll give it to T. Higgins, just off the 
information I have right now. Uh, running backs right now. First one off the board, Todd has Najee Harris going up against Baltimore, and they give up 22.41. So those averages are going down. Remember the beginning of the year when uh, they played the Colts, that number was extremely in the green. Uh, but now it's starting to turn a little red over there. So it's looking good for a Baltimore fan. Um, Josh has uh, Freeman going up against the Steelers, and they give up really the same amount, 22.89. Uh, it's in the red. But if I had to pick anybody here, just strictly based off, especially like last game, uh, Chubb didn't do anything. I projected Chubb to have a huge game, uh, but he didn't. So I'm projecting the same for Harris of what Chubb did last week. Not very good. Uh, Freeman's going to get his points. I think he's consistent in the base of the points he's been scoring all year. So, I'm giving this one to Freeman. I like the I like the matchup a little better, and just because of what Joe Mixon did against Pittsburgh last week, could potentially. Not do the same, but get maybe 75 rushing yards and a score, maybe two, uh, catch a few balls. Definitely feel like he's going to outscore Harris since they're in the same game. I'll be able to see that a little better. But Freeman there. Next running back matchup, you got Alexander Madison for Josh, which is a great play. Uh, and then Todd has David Montgomery uh, going up against the Cardinals. Cardinals give up 22.45. Detroit Lions for Madison gives up 28.62, which is a heck of a lot better. So I'm picking uh, Madison here. Madison will probably outscore Montgomery. Uh, now for the tight end position, I'm going, I'm just looking off the names. So I'm looking at, I'm looking for Hawkinson. Hawkinson will probably have a better game for Todd than Pitts. Pitts has just not been looking good at all. And really, uh, they're going up against Tampa Bay, and their linebackers can cover a good bit, and they're probably just going to be bullying Pitts. If anything, Russell Gage would probably be the guy to play here because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gives up 36.01 to wide receivers. They also give up a good amount to tight ends, is 14.01, but since Pitts is mainly their number one target, the number one dude, the defenses are going to try to game plan for that's why I'm tailing away from Pitts here. So I'm going Hawkinson. Now for the flex, Todd has Kenny Galladay going against the Dolphins. And the Dolphins give up 42.35, which I think is the third most points given up to that position throughout the league. So that's a great matchup play. But I don't know how well it's going to turn out. And Josh has DeAndre Hopkins. If he is healthy, he's going up against the Bears, and they give up 37.47. So also a great matchup for him. And I'm going Hopkins over Galladay. Uh, even though projection-wise, Todd's favored 51%. I think it's going to be a tough one for him overall. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going Josh here. I, I like Allen over Prescott. I like pretty much all of Josh's wide receivers. The running backs you could toss up there. 
either way, whichever matchup you you guys prefer. Uh, then the tight end position, Pitts is not helping Josh. Hawkinson's helping Todd. And having D-Hop in his flex. I could be wrong. Pitts could have a huge game going with the numbers, but I don't really see it. Uh, to put up the upset, if Josh does put it up, uh, it's going to be Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is going to be his main factor, depending on what type of a game. So I'm going with the underdog. I'll go with Josh here. Sorry about that. Todd. Uh, fourth matchup of the day. We have Pickup Man, which is team owner of Timmy, going up against. No, Pickup Man, sorry. I was doing a lot up on my screen. Pickup Man, which is team owner of Struss. He's 5 and 2. Uh, it's projected 127.81, going up against Timmy 2 Cubes, which is team owner of Timmy. Uh, he's five and seven, trying to get that playoff berth. Uh, Stress is favored fifty eight percent. Timmy is forty two percent. The underdog going into the quarterback matchups. Uh, Stress has Herbert. Timmy has Tom Brady. I want to say Herbert's going to be more needed than Tom Brady. If you saw some uh, articles from last week. It's like, oh, you don't need your quarterback to win doing this and that, and Tom Brady wasn't needed. Uh, yeah, that's true. Tom Brady isn't really that much needed for uh, Tampa Bay's offense to especially beat uh, the Falcons, uh, but Herbert's going to be more needed to beat the Bengals, so that's why I'm picking Herbert over Tom Brady. Uh, first wide receiver matchup, you got Tim's uh, Keenan Allen going up against the Bengals, which that kind of sucks that you have you're facing his quarterback. Uh, it's never really that great of a thing to have, but it happens. Uh, the Bengals give up 33.43 or 40 points to wide receivers. It's not a great matchup. And Cooper Cup going up against the Jaguars, they give up 35.84, and I think. Cooper is going to have a great game, but like I said earlier, probably Odell Beckham. No, Van Jefferson. If I had to pick anybody to really boom this coming up week for the Rams, it's going to be Van Jefferson, in my opinion. Uh, but Cooper Cup is going to outscore Keenan Allen. I feel like this might be the game. Like I said earlier, CJ's team is going to be the highest scoring team. It's probably going to be. Uh, Mike Williams. It's just, for some reason I'm picking all like the number two, number three wide receivers over the number ones of their respective team. Uh, next wide receiver matchup, you got Terry McLaurin for Struss going up against Chris Godwin for Tim. Uh, like I always said, uh, like the quarterback wide receiver matchup, if you can have them on your side, always gives you plus points. But Chris Godwin isn't really playing like Chris Godwin, and Terry McLaurin is lighting it up. <clears throat> and I think it's going to be needed going to play the Raiders. The Raiders only give up 29.87 points to opposing wide receivers, and the Falcons give up 36.30. So I feel like all the wide receiver points that is coming up in this next week is going to be all Terry McLaurin. Uh, we saw it, seen it all year. Uh, Heineke just forces targets to McLaurin. It's pretty smart. Uh, I would do the same if I was back there. If I just had very little time and 
has a bunch of pass rushing coming to me. I'm just going to toss it up to Terry. So I'm going against the numbers. I'm picking McLaurin over Godwin. Uh, last wide receiver matchup of the day, you got Tim's Jerry Judy going up against the Chiefs and they give up 31.79, not very good. And Struss, you got Marquise Brown going up against Pittsburgh. And where are they at? They give up 36.51. So it's a great matchup. Once again, I guess I'm doing a clean sweep picking uh, Struss's wide receivers here. And it could potentially be a clean sweep down the board. Uh, and that's really only happened once this year for me picking. I think it was when Zach played me. Uh, I picked his whole team. Uh, but kicking off the running back matchups, you got Joe Mixon for Struss going up against James Robinson for Tim. Uh, I really don't want to bring up the stats here. Uh, James Robinson's going up against the Rams, a loaded defense. I think they're going to start figuring out uh, what to do. And Joe Mixon has just been lighting it up. He's been, I think, I want to say like the top five running back the past few weeks. So. And he's going up against the Chargers, which gives up 26.78, which is a great matchup for him. I think he's just going to keep eating. So I'm going Mixon over James Robinson. Uh, next running back matchup, we got Leonard Fournette going up against the Falcons. And the Falcons give up 27.9, so another great matchup for him. Uh, Tim has Alvin Kamara going up against uh, the Cowboys. And the Cowboys give up 20. 0.63, so not a great matchup. Uh, I mean, he Kamara might have a better game than Fournette this coming up week. If Taysom Hill is starting, it gives it a different dynamic back there than Trevor Simeon. Uh, so if that happens, I could definitely see Alvin Kamara outscoring Leonard Fournette, but I don't. I really don't. Leonard Fournette is just balling, and he's coming off a four-touchdown game, one through the air, three on the ground. Could have potentially had a five score, but they gave one to Ronald Jones. Party poopers over there. So I'm, I'm going Fournette over Kamara. That's kind of hard to believe that I'm picking Fournette over Kamara, but it's just what is going on in New Orleans. It's offense is shaky. Uh, Kamara's been banged up. So I'm going with the hot hand. It's going to be Fournette. Stress's running backs right now just look scary. Uh, that's another pick for Struss there. Not looking good, Tim. Uh, tight end matchup. You got Tim's Dalton Schultz going up against the Saints. And the Saints give up 9.73 to opposing tight ends. And Struss has no Fant, which has not been a fun year for Fant owners. They're going up against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs give up 14.96 fantasy points to opposing uh, tight ends. So it, it is a great matchup for them. But it's just been hard seeing what they're doing. And Teddy Two Gloves has been shaky. He's been getting banged up. Drew Locke has been having to come in. So I'm picking I'm picking Schultz here over Fant. Uh, the flex matchup, you got two running backs, which is always fun. Timmy has Elijah Mitchell going up against uh, Gaskins. <clears throat> Gaskins going up against the Giants. They give up 26.24. Mitchell going up against the Seahawks. They give up 30.47. They're the second most in the league behind the Jets. 
So I I like uh, Mitchell there. I have him in my other league, and he's really been helping me out. <coughs> Having a great season, really, minus being hurt a little bit. So I'm picking Mitchell here. Uh, overall, I'm going with Struss's team. It's, it's not that hard of a pick. I feel bad for Timmy because he's close, and but I guess there's always next year. He can join me in uh, CJ and just uh, giving up on this year and getting ready for next year because that's the only thing me and CJ really have to look forward to. Uh, final matchup on the board. You got a little slapping Kittle, which is team owner of Peter. He's 5-7. and seven. He's projected 114.11. Going up against Taylor Made, team owner of JT, 11-1. Projected 131.54. Peter, I'm sorry, but I, I'm not going to spend that much time on this matchup. Oh, JT's just going to win. Uh, kicking off the quarterbacks, you have Carson Wentz, which played him last week. It was probably great. He had a really strong performance. This week he's going against Houston. Could potentially have the same thing, but I really just see Jonathan Taylor blowing up uh, next this week. Uh, then you have Patrick Mahomes for JT, which Patrick Mahomes is starting to be Patrick Mahomes of last year. So no contest there, Patrick Mahomes. Uh Next wide receiver matchup, Peter, you have Tyler Lockett, a Seattle receiver. Ugh. Going up against JT's Adam Thielen, which has been doing great. He's going up against the Lions. Lions don't give up that many points to wide receivers. That's just because you don't need to throw the ball against them. But Thielen's going to get a score and a couple yards more than Lockett. No question. Adam Thielen. Uh Peter has Tyreek Hill going up against Christian Kirk. Don't really need to get into it that much because it's Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. Those guys are connecting again, so he could put up 24 this week. I could see that. Christian Kirk, not really, unless D-Hop doesn't play. Then he has a stronger chance to keep up with Tyreek Hill. Not beat him, but keep it close. But Tyreek Hill over Christian Kirk. Uh, next wide receiver matchup, you got Peter's Cordell Patterson. Going up against Tampa Bay, he's going to be used a lot. He's going to have a huge game. Going against JT's uh, Amari Cooper, it's not looking good for him to be playing, but if he does, he's going up against the Saints, and they give up 38.76 fantasy points, which is a great matchup for him. Uh, but Cordell Patterson is just being used differently than Amari Cooper, so he's just going to get more opportunities and better points results. So I'm going to Patterson there. Uh, running back matchup here. You got JT Jonathan Taylor going up against Houston. Oh, that's just unfair for you, Peter. But he's not going to put up 51 like he did against me. He'll probably put up 35. Uh, and you have Zeke, which I really don't know how they're going to play him. I, it's a wait and see if he's going to get uh, less amount of work used. So I'm j definitely going Jonathan Taylor. He's arguably the MVP of the entire league. Uh, he's going to be the number one draft pick next year. So, uh, J Jonathan Taylor over Zeke. Uh, next running back matchup, you got JT's Saquon Barkley going against Miami, and hopefully that sparks 
Barkley up and get him going because it's not been fun for him this year. Uh, Peter has Melvin Gordon going up against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs give up 23.16, so it's not a terrible matchup. Uh, Miami, on the other hand, let's see if I can find the Dolphins real quick. They give up 21.71, so they don't give up points to the running back, but Barkley is their offense, and they need to get him going if they want to attempt to win on Miami's four-game hot winning streak. So if I had to pick someone, I really... For some reason, I'm sitting here looking at Gordon. I want to pick Gordon, but I'm going the safe bet. I'm going Barkley. Uh, Boom production from Gordon could potentially outscore Barkley easily, but yeah, I'm going Barkley here. Uh, tight end position here. You got JT's Rob Gronkowski going up against uh, Peter's George Kittle. And Kittle hasn't been looking good at all, but it's against the Seahawks, and the Seahawks give up 14.07 points to opposing tight ends. So it's a great matchup-wise for him. And if Debo's out, I could really see him having a good game. And then you have Rob Gronkowski going up against the Falcons. And I don't think the Falcons have enough people to guard everybody on this offense the falcons give up 11.88 which is not a very good matchup but it's still rob gronkowski and the tampa bay buccaneers so safe bet going with the numbers i guess i'll go george kittle over rob it's kind of a hard one to pick because i like rob gronkowski and what he's been able to do the past few weeks so i'm going kittle there wouldn't be surprised if rob does take this one uh, for the flex, you got JT's uh, Darnell Henderson Jr. going up against Jacksonville if he's healthy. Let me see if Peter or JT. JT does not have Sony Michelle. I wonder where he is at out here. He really doesn't have, I guess he has Cortland Sutton. Wants to play the matchup game, Sterling Shepard, if he's playing. Uh, Kendrick Bourne could potentially be a good one, but with the numbers, it's not good if Henderson's out. So it's going to be tough if Henderson is out for JT. So say Henderson's playing, I'm definitely picking him over Darnell Mooney. Uh, Mooney's going up against the Cardinals, and they give up 32.4 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So... It's not a good matchup, but if Mooney's going up against Henderson, it's no question it's Henderson, but if Mooney's going up against pretty much anybody else on JT's bench, I'm giving it to Mooney, but right now, going to Henderson. Uh, No doubt about it, JT is going to win this one, and he's, he's in the playoffs. He could literally lose the rest of the time and be fine. So... That is this week's matchups. Like I said, we got this week and next week. Uh, key things to look at this week. You got my game versus CJ. If you want to be picky, if you don't care, you don't care. But it's big game for me and CJ. Uh, trying to pick who's going to buy the cake for next year. So you got the cake bowl, really. I really would like to see a uh, playoff bracket or maybe give it let us play through next year. I'd really like to see something with the keg race. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, 
Then you got Zach and Eric's matchup. Zach wins. He's in. Eric loses. He's definitely out. If Eric wins, he still has a shot. Uh, Todd's game. Todd with Josh. If Todd loses, it's really going to be tough for him to keep fighting to stay in it, especially if Eric wins. Uh, but I think that might be it. I think everybody, I think the two the two Zachs are locked in, in my opinion, uh, and JT. So it's all about really Eric and Todd. But if I had anything to say, it would be Todd over Eric, but fantasy football is a crazy bitch. We love her and we also hate her at times. So, all right, guys. That is my fantasy show. Sorry if I sound a little tired. I am tired. It is late. Uh, I have finals to do all tomorrow after pretty much a nine-hour shift in the morning. So, uh, I'm tired, but got to push through it. All right, you guys have a great weekend coming up. Hopefully, you all give this a listen and like the show. And maybe when playoff starts coming up, maybe I get the playoff teams going into Zoom and they get to uh, pick and talk about their matchups coming up against the other person. It'd be pretty fun. But all right, I'll catch you guys later. See you.